Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is an episode of Parks and Conversation. And the episode of this conversation is Parks. Uh, <laughs> start keep it, over. Keep it. Keep, keep it? All right. I'm keeping it then. If this, uh, is what the, this is what the people want. They want the, the real deal. That's None right. This super polished podcastery that we've been putting out in the world. They want... The warts and all. Yeah, we didn't put any filters over this episode. No filters. No filters. Hashtag no hashtags. Hashtag do we still hashtag if there's no Twitter to hashtag. (laughs) So uh, we'll see though, listener. We are recording in your past and you're listening in your present. And we don't know if Twitter exists at that time um, because a billionaire is crazy. (laughs) But if it does, be sure to follow us. For yeah. all the live updates of the show that yeah, we've so, never done. So many active tweets from mm-hmm. at Parks mm-hmm. and Convos. So uh, my name is Jason. I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? Oh, man, it is. It is going well. It is almost time for Thanksgiving, which is a day of eating and thankfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... I'm looking forward to it. So that's where I'm at. How are, how are, how are you? I'm right there with you uh, just because it means it's fall. And it uh, is once, fall. once again, it's indoors times. So yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy that it's almost Thanksgiving. It is confusing though. You know, as this episode is being released, it will be released on Thanksgiving. So oh. uh, look, at, look at you working on the holidays. Yeah. I mean, we're not even supposed to be here today. Nah. Uh, so are you getting paid like double time? <laughs> so much, so, so much, much double time. Um, and so listener, if you are listening to this on Thanksgiving, Hey, <laughs> go, go I say hi it. to your uncle for me. <laughs> I, I, I get it, but go say hi to your family. Uh, and, uh, maybe you are listening as you're out running trying to earn some Turkey and gravy and stuff. I don't know. Whatever it takes. Do that yesterday. Earn, earn it. Earn it. Yeah. You got to earn those calories. Okay. Uh, yesterday I, my daughter whom I love said, I want to make a cake. And I said, let's go to the store right now and get everything you need. (laughs) So, um, she's going to make a cake this afternoon. So we went to GFC and, uh, they had a, a display of gravy, but you know, those premier protein, uh, drinks that come in like an adult juice box. Yeah. The gravy was in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I took, a, gravy. I took a picture and I sent it to my dad saying, do you want me to pick some of your juice boxes up? <laughs> so anyway, I'm excited. Um, it's going to be a good Thanksgiving, I believe. Oh, man. So, Jeremy, uh, we're not here to talk about Thanksgiving. We're here to talk gravy about gravy in a box. I'm, I'm for it. You know, it really doesn't make any difference. The delivery system. No. I mean, it's all delicious. It's so. like a it's like a boba tea s- straw <laughs> like that you got to get it out. It's like like gravy. You're not going to be you're not going to be drinking that out of one of those little apple juice juice box straws. Well, no, it, it has one of those twist lid things that comes out. So it's like a big hole. Mm-hmm. Like a broth, so, like a broth box. Yeah. So you can just drink that right out of just there. Just go. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Just mainline it. Right shotgun it stab a hole in the other end just go for it i mean now i know what you're going to be thinking about the rest of the day oh so. man, gravy stands i'm just gonna be doing gravy like just like i did in college it's been a while 
that episode later on in Parks and Rec where there's a stew stand. <laughs> Dude, stew is awesome. It's not a soup and it's not a, I don't know, it's thicker than stew. Well, but it's stew, here's my theory. There, the world has a lot of the same foods. We just call it different things, right? And so stew, chili, and curry. I think those are those are binders in our culture, in our world. If we could all come along and say, you know what, your your curry is a lot like my chili. Let's be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I put cornbread in mine. You got naan in yours. Like, yeah, let's do right. this. Yeah. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, and so where you put like a, a curry, stew, chili, I think it's its own category outside of soup, outside sure. of like entree. I think it's oh. called the peacemakers. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it is time to start thinking about our, our campaign for president of the United States. Mm-hmm. It's a stew um, based platform. Yeah. So it's a little squishy, <laughs> oh. but, but delicious. And you smell terrible afterwards. And that's Just, food talk. Yeah. It was not planned. Never is. So in this episode of Parks and Conversation, it's called the filibuster, Jeremy. It's season six, episode five. Um, We're up to a great start. We could just filibuster this whole episode about Thanksgiving stew and food and turkey. Yeah. Well, later they're going to talk about cake. Yeah. White, white meat or dark meat. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm meat blind. (laughs) (laughs) I like both. You're meat Gnostic. Uh, So are you mayonnaise with your turkey? Wait. With, yeah, like Hold Miracle up. Whip. Hold up, what? Well, Miracle Whip is not mayonnaise. First of all, it's in the same family. Well, it's it's a mayo. Okay, <laughs> <Hey>, listener, <laughs> somebody. I know, I know, we haven't had a lot of ta- town forums or not, but there's there has to be other people out there that have used Miracle Whip. With I've their used turkey. it. No, with I've their turkey used- at Thanksgiving. Like it's a it's like, it's like cranberry Wait. sauce and Miracle Whip, like a like a like a dish of Miracle Whip. I can't be the only one. A dish of Miracle Whip. You just put like it a- on the turkey. <laughs> No, like like a like a side, like like I said, like cranberry you're, sauce like on the you're side. You're eating it with a spoon. Not not eating it with a spoon. You're like you're putting it off to the side, like a like a like a little I, fork like a, dab, and like then a like dip. cranberry, like a dip, like kind of like a dip, like a like a side, like a chutney, but a mayo, okay. like like a like a Miracle Whip chutney, or just Miracle Whip. <laughs> I have never heard of this in my entire life, and I. It's, I've heard of a lot of things. No, you don't like ketchup with your macaroni and cheese either. So, well, no, I don't like ketchup with really anything. That's true. Because everything you put on ketchup on just tastes like ketchup. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't enhance the flavor. It covers over everything else. That's right. And well done, I, steak and ketchup. Perfect. <laughs> I can't. I can't today. Microwave salmon <laughs> and ketchup. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Oh, could you recommend a ketchup with my my fish? <laughs> oh yeah, do you got to do the Portland ketchup? That's one of the best ketchups out there. A ketchup sommelier. <laughs> we have three. You have three different kinds of ketchup. Well, yeah, there's Heinz, Hunts, and Portland. Everything else is well, I don't know. And also, sometimes we serve the little packs of ketchup. Fancy ketchup. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, fancy ke- ketchup in the pack. I, I did go to the. Uh, root beer place that serves burgers off of Highway 99. I 90. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, in no. Issaquah. Uh uh-uh. uh. You can see it oh, from oh, the yeah, road. Triple, triple X. Triple X burger, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, or root beer. 
I was I thought it was a root beer store. Well, <laughs> <Happened to> have, <laughs> yeah. anyway, continue. I was going there and I had to I didn't know exactly how to get there from the freeway because mm-hmm. I've never been there before. Uh, this comes back around to ketchup. Um, Perfect. So I had to search for it. <laughs> and as I'm searching it and my my Internet, I'm like, no, I can't look this up. <laughs> I can't I can't have this in my search history. <laughs> I don't and I don't know what's going to show up if you type in XXX root beer. Like Ben is super into women in skates in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect that's an awesome segue i don't know what is going on on the internet sometimes it's like whoa I, that, that i was just looking for miracle <laughs> again <laughs> so no, just, just be like vin, vin diesel drinking a, a root beer <laughs> oh that would be amazing <laughs> if they were able to get like some like this one restaurant to be able to get a media tie-in with the the triple x franchise um <laughs> for that one place and it's like he jumps out of a air- airplane with no parachute and the only thing that can save him is the foam of the root beer <laughs> you're welcome hollywood i'm in Let's um, do it. anyway so i go there and they serve ketchup in the packets and i was like all right well these fries are good but i bet they would this would be an okay ketchup situation and so i thought i'll try it and i opened the ketchup and all the first thing that came out was not ketchup it was ketchup juice Oh yeah, hundred percent. You, you are a noob to the ketchup packet. You gotta, you gotta squish it on each side, like back and forth. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta mix it up. I, I just was like, I can't, I can't with this, and so I had no ketchup that day. And you know what? <laughs> Turns out, I didn't miss it at all. But I did have a delicious patty melt from there, and it was a lot of food, and I didn't eat until lunch the next day. So I, I have a family member who put, puts their ketchup now puts their ketchup directly on the fries, like all over the fries, and then eats them. Not with a fork and spoon, but with their hand still, versus picking up the fry, dipping it in the ketchup, and eating it. Is this and a I, family member that like lives in your house? No, it is not. It doesn't <laughs> I'm gonna start narrowing it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, because nobody, nobody else knows. I just, like, again, you know, uh, Miracle Whip with turkey, or do you apply your ketchup to the fries or the fries to the ketchup? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. Yeah. You can just email us parts the, of conversation at gmail.com. We'd love uh-huh. to hear about this. Mainly Jeremy would love to hear about this. Uh, so, um, yeah. Well, now that we've solved those things, I guess we should talk uh, about this episode. We should definitely get into this. I yield, so, I yield my, my time. I yield the balance of your time. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> so, Jeremy, this is the filibuster, and there are by my reckoning four plot lines in this episode mm-hmm. basically uh leslie finds out that jam is trying to disenfranchise the eagletonians from voting and so she's going to filibuster that council meeting to buy time so that they can eagletonians could vote in the upcoming recall election then we also have april and andy Andy has a, a surprised April coming home uh, early and spends 19 hours with, together, uh, which is great. And then we have the uh, Tom and She-Hulk relationship and how that's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have Ron and his frustration with video games, but also his love of a video game. And so... Uh, those are the four lines. Am I missing any lines? It seems like a lot of plot lines, but yeah, no, they're small. All right. 
Okay. So, uh, which uh, which way should we go first here, Jeremy? What do you, what do you think? Um, let's do let's do Andy Andy and April. Can I do that one? Yeah, please. Okay. So so April is on the computer. They're gonna get ready to Skype. Larry comes in. Is like, oh, that's so cute. She's like, I'm gonna murder you. And then Andy comes in with his guitar, and they hang out. And then it they they're you know just having a great time and catching up and making out, hanging out. And then he uh, is saying how awesome England is and that he's crushing it like Chuck Norris. And then it's time to leave. And she's like, I'm just so proud of Andy. He gets in the taxi cab and he's driving away and then he jumps into a dumpster, but she sees him. And then she's like, what's up? And then they talk and he's like, I'm a fraud. I don't know what I'm doing. And she's like, no, nobody knows what they're doing. And he's like, you're right, babe. And then they go to the uh, party. I think they skate somewhere in there. And then he jumps back in the dumpster when it's time to leave. And she's like, seriously, what's going on? And he had lost his wallet in there the whole time. And then he tries to eat some noodles. But she's like, dude, I made you uh, bologna sandwiches. And he's like, oh, did you use cookies? And she's like, <laughs> yes. And he's like, you think of everything, babe. And then he goes back to England. He nailed it. I was just trying to make up for my filibuster time. That that, that (laughs) plot line wasn't super funny. Like it was there. There's like the cookie sandwich is kind of funny. And then he's like, I am like Chuck Norris, but I'm exactly like Chuck Norris karate chopping everything. But like old, like now I'm like old Chuck Norris with a beard. I can't really do anything. And I live in England. The parallels are so eerily similar. And that was probably the best joke. Well, I thought the best joke in the line in that plot line really was early on when Andy comes back and, um, you know, he's singing his song and everything. And April's so excited to see him. And uh, and, you know, they were going to do a Skype call. And uh, she's like, I'm home for the next 19 hours. You're going to need that computer again. And he kicks the, the monitor off the platform or off the desk. And I just love that he thinks that's the computer. Right. <laughs> I, I, that makes me laugh every time people think that the monitor is the computer. Um, because it's not. It's just a monitor, guys. Unless it's an iMac. Which nobody buys anymore. It's true. No, I know. I'm just Those are those are cool, though. The new ones are pretty cool. Yeah. The, the documents are in the computer. Wait, you can read mines? <laughs> it's from Zoolander. Uh-huh. Uh, great job summing that pl- whole plot lineup. I really, I really love the the uh, efficiency, mm-hmm. uh, and also I love that Andy tries to explain brilliant instead of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, um, anytime you have an international a friend who does international travel and it imprints on them pretty hard, uh, that can be super annoying. <laughs> um, so. Also, another funny joke is when Andy says, I'm going back to London. Just remember, when you look up at the moon, I, too, will be looking at a moon. Not the same moon, obviously. That's impossible. <laughs> so, uh, it is the same moon, Andy. Uh, yeah, if Fievel has told us anything, taught us anything, it's yeah. the same moon. But I, I think there is a there is a nugget of truth in what Andy is saying. He, Are you denying that it's the moon? No, it is the moon, but okay. you know, the hours difference makes it like so it's daytime and nighttime, they would be different. So it would be not at the exact same time, probably they're looking at the moon, but it is the same moon. There's one moon around this planet Earth that we call Earth, and it is round. The moon is also round. They are not flat. The end. The end. Shut it down, boys. We we did it. Yeah. 
If you have a friend who believes the earth is flat, then don't invite them to Thanksgiving. Or, flip side, invite them to Thanksgiving and make sure that's the only thing y'all talk about. <laughs> the only thing is flat earth? Yeah. Tell us more about your fascinating theories. Like Chris being super into reasonableism. <laughs> so. Uh, Unreasonableist. Yeah. All right. Well, good. We nailed that whole plot line. We did yeah. it. Now do uh, now now do Ron and and uh and Ron and Donna? Ron and Donna. R- Rana? Rana. Okay. Well, Ron and Donna's plot line kicks off at the birthday party. Right. So Leslie is gonna throw a nineties, early nineties themed birthday party <laughs> for Ben at the roller rink. And so all the all their friends are there. Um, and so while uh Ron is waiting for the party to start, which is I also think is funny that Ron is even at this party. Like this shows you how much Ron actually like likes his coworkers now. He's going to a roller rink for a birthday party. Oh, he didn't go he didn't go for Ben. He's there because it Leslie. Like well, he knows that he would never hear the end of it if he missed this. Potentially. <clears throat> but also I think he some of his best restaurants in Pawnee are in yes unlikely places and so i bet he probably knows like they have like a really good corn dog here i have had some of the best biscuits and gravy of my entire life at a bowling alley oh man like now from I the restaurant not like just randomly like somebody left <laughs> it there guy, it. Like... yeah like <laughs> man carl brought biscuits and gravy again <laughs> all these people putting their hands in strange <laughs> orbs <laughs> now like they made sharing, breakfast for you sharing shoes sharing shoes and food you know, you could cook these biscuits and gravies right in those shoes. Keeps uh-huh. them nice and warm. Hey, that Lysol is a disinfectant. You won't get sick. Kills the bacteria. Sure. If only we could inject the Lysol into our bodies. Mm-hmm. Maybe like some sick. kind of cleaning with we some light. We never get sick again. Oh, this guy is running for president again. Um. All right. So, uh, Ron and Donna. Okay. Yeah, he's they're, at the party. He's there at the party. And Donna is playing deer hunter or big buck hunter. There's mm-hmm. various names for these, this kind of video game. And uh, she's crushing it. Uh, and Ron is impressed. And he's like, is that a hunting game? <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, Donna, Donna's like, yeah, you want to play it? And he's like, yes, uh, absolutely. And so then he starts talking about like all of the subtleties of hunting. And uh, he sucks at this game. Because it's not real hunting. <laughs> right. And so, uh, and Donna is kind of rubbing it in his face. Like, you you suck at this. <laughs> uh, and and then he's like, I want my money back. Uh, and and he, like, stands in such a way where he's going to karate chop <laughs> the video game to dismantle it to get his money back. Um, and, uh, yeah, we find out that he's not a sore loser. It's just that he prefers to win. And when he doesn't, he gets furious. And this is something that he says is like, it's absurd. Like, like, yeah, not only that the gun is lightweight. Okay. That's pretty funny, but, and we are far too close to these deer. Would they not smell us? (laughs) Would they not smell us? Yeah. Yeah. All of these things about this, uh, you know, Ron is frustrated, but here's the problem with video games. And you have this experience right now as you're playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. There are things in the game that will frustrate you to no end. And because you're an adult person, it's like, I should be better than this. <laughs> this should not beat me. 
<laughs> and so Ron is like us in this and that he falls into the I should be better than thisness of video games. Um, and he starts wasting a ton of money on this whole thing. Yeah, because um, the cartoon characters are getting the better of you. Right. Right. And it's so annoying. And Donna, again, is like, you suck at this. <laughs> it's just a game which you happen to suck at. And Ron's like, you know what? That's right. It's a good point. And Donna's like, what? That you suck at this? <laughs> And he's like, no, come with me. And they go to go real hunting uh, outside and in the dark. And Ron's got his bow and Donna's got a rifle. And Ron's like, no hunting, hunting, no quarters required. That was the fun, that was the part, too. I was like, yeah, be, what are you, you're saying that because like you're saving money. You, you have like a thousand dollars worth of arrow, right. bow and arrow equipment right there. Yeah, I think it mostly is. I need, I don't know about you, but I used to go to the, the arcade mm-hmm. with it when I was a kid. Now yeah. they all do cards and stuff. Um, but I would go, I would save up my quarters and I would walk down to the arcade, which was at Godfather's Pizza, was the best arcade in my neighborhood. It was a long walk, have the whole lunch buffet thing. Anyway, there's reasons I weigh what I weigh right now. Um, and, uh, but I would go with a pocket full of quarters. And so when you're hunting, if you have a pocket full of quarters, you're going to make a lot of noise. You're yeah. going to scare the deer away. And then also right. you're going to smell metallic. You're going to smell like a grandma after a weekend of gambling at the casino. Uh, and so deer know what that is and they take off. So. Yeah. Smoke and failure. <laughs> yeah. Which happens to be our Twitter profile where we give <laughs> political insight <laughs> to Newsmax. Um. So, uh, yeah. So Donna's ready to go, and Don, and and she's like, "Did you you have a license, right? Because you need a license." And Ron just stares at her, and then they start. They both start laughing, <laughs> and, and like I thought you were serious. Uh, and she's like, "No, you know I don't give a care." So, um, yeah. So they go hunting. They kill something, and Ron. They're cooking it over the over a fire already. And Ron's like, "Fresh air, real weapons, honest kill. There's no substitute for the real thing." And Donna's like, "You just want to go back and play that game." He's like. Yes. <laughs> so they clean it up and they go back to play the game. Um, How long is that party? Oh, uh, well, I mean, this council meeting is hours long and Ron is a very efficient hunter in real life. That's true. All right. And yeah. Good so point. I don't know how far out of town they drove, but I mean, he's using a bow. So there probably isn't a lot of gunshots that are going to get people's attention. He could have just gone to the park. He could have just gone to Ramsett Park and (laughs) killed himself a raccoon. Exactly. Because they're so like abundant and raccoon meat is probably delicious. It's one of the cutest of meats. Um, So, uh, so Ron is coming back in with a bag full of quarters and talking to Morris uh, is like, excuse me, worker, bring me a bucket of beers and four hot dogs. Um, and Morris like, why are you covered in blood? And I loved on this. Like, don't worry. It's not human. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And so Ron goes to the computer or to the video game. He's like, I hope you've made peace with your God, small electronic deer. And he just goes after it and turns out he's, he's getting better and better. He kills three, which is a new record. Um, and so he cracks into the top 10 and, uh, Donna said, now you get to put in your initials. And this, Rad. well, that's, that's what I would have done when I was a kid, but this is a, a, a definite conflict for Ron because his initials are private. <laughs> it's R U S. That's all it is. And that's enough information that Ron thinks that people will find out that that's him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually enjoyed so, something out in public. Right. So instead, uh, like an eight-year-old who recently learned a swear word, <laughs> he writes in a s s and giggles like a child (laughs) and so does donna which is great (laughs) they love it it's so good so um yeah so that's that's a fun uh fun storyline i do love that when they go out into the woods and 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 donna's like you have a permit right (laughs) and that (laughs) that shared knowing like well we don't care about these things so yeah they're parks and rec they're above the law yeah ron's whole thing is like i can do what i want that's his permit. Yeah. I am the director of the parks department and this is a park. <laughs> so, uh, all right. The next line, uh, is with Tom and she Hulk. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tackle it? Yeah. Heck yes. Just Heck yes. find the, uh, color. It's blue. Uh, blue. you tackling oh, that is. will let me also drink my coffee. So, Oh, perfect. Ooh, what kind of coffee? Uh, black coffee. Yeah. But I mean, from where, like, at Starbucks uh, on my way home from my meeting that I was at. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, only because listener Jason does like home coffee and usually has really good, really good beans, uh, coffee beans. Uh, yeah. So ooh, let's see here. They're going to a uh, 90s party where we've got April and she's talking to Anne and they're all, where are they with this at this point? Or they're, they're at, at, the, the, they're at the, the rink. rink. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. And so April's like, um, let's see. Anne is dressed up like blossom who mm-hmm. is a character from a 90s sitcom show and uh wh- how do you say her name Mia- uh mayam bialik mayam bialik current Mayim co-host of, of jeopardy. jeopardy yeah yes um yeah and so anyway april is dressed up as a pilgrim right. which i thought that was kind of funny and she goes what are you dressed as a why and she's like well she said it was leslie said come as as you were in the 90s i assumed it was 1690s and andy's like well we'd all be mummies if it was 1690 and hands like, what do you think mummies are? He's like skeletons. <laughs> and then Nadia shows up and she came straight, straight from work. Uh, and so Which she's is great as a, a theme mm-hmm. for nurses and doctors for Halloween in this mm-hmm. episode. They always come as nurses or doctors to Halloween right. things in the, in the <laughs> I show. I find right? that funny. Yeah. Um, and then Tom is dressed up like one of the members of Criss Cross, which uh, was a, uh, duo rap group, I guess you could say, of, uh-huh. of some young kids, and their claim to fame was dressing, putting on their clothes on backwards. Yeah. So the back of the shirt was in the front. Did any of the people that you were in school with, your peers, did any mm-hmm. of them try this? No. No. Yeah. My not at that my, time. my my school people tried this. Oh yeah. It wearing, did not go well, Chris. Wearing their, <laughs> wearing their cross color cross color jeans and yeah yeah it was all bad like why are you doing this his name was chris chris Chris, stop doing this uh you you like tom points out like if you have to go to the bathroom he had to drop his pants (laughs) like Like a toddler toddler. (laughs) (laughs) uh and then tom talking head of tom basically saying like i don't know how i'm you know even hanging out with nadia she's way out of my league in fact we're not even playing the same sport like she's like in the nba and i work in a muffler shop next door Right. Um, and then she's, he's like, dude, why do you got to go on your, your vacation? And he's like, I'm going to Rwanda, uh, doctors without borders. And he was exactly a stupid vacation. And she's like, you know what? Why don't you just win me this bear as a going away present? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can remember you. And he's like, all right, I'm in. And uh, he's like, besides I'm a really good ski ball player. 
And she goes, well, no way. Why didn't you go pro? And he goes, I don't know. I didn't want to be cliche. Yet another Indian ski ball player. She's like, <laughs> right. So yes. Tom is going to get tickets and he needs 40,000 tickets. And uh, Nadia basically says, if you don't win that, you're dead to me. But in a very joking, fun manner. Uh, but Tom, Tom's taking it kind of seriously because he really digs Nadia and he wants to give her this, this present. And uh, so he's like, okay, I got I to gotta make up some ground here. Cover. And he grabs two of the ski balls and he's going to go up and put them like in the top two holes, the, which the is 10,000 circles. Yeah, that's the, that's the scam spot, but you can't hit it, you, but you got to bank it. You can't go directly for it. Anyway, right. I love ski balls. Great. And ski ball is so much fun and so frustrating. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It just takes one ball to like just ruin the whole, like I was on a, I was on a roll. No pun intended. Uh-huh. And she, she calls him out and says, Hey, is he allowed to do that? And Morris uh-huh. is like, no, get off dude. And, uh, yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, hey, is that Bailey? Yeah. You're supposed to be my lookout. And she's like, I thought it'd be funny if you got busted. And he right. says, you're a doctor, you know, snitches get stitches, which is one of the funniest Peyton Manning SNL sketches. So if you haven't seen right. that, look that up. Yeah. Um, and then real then, quick, can I, can I yo, jump yeah, in please, here? Because no. one of the things I love about this episode is we finally get to see what Morris does for work. Right. Because we've encountered Morris in the uh, town forums. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorites is when he's like, why would you go put, rent a movie? Every movie's online for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As they're trying to talk about like, hey, this rental, this video rental store is going out of business. Like, of course it is. Everything's for free. Um, and now we <laughs> see like maybe the reason why Morris isn't renting anything is because he works at a roller rink. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, shout out to all my roller rink people out there. He doesn't have a great job. So. And even as he's doing his job, like his boss will reprimand him and his boss is, <laughs> is younger young. than him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but getting to see these folks of Pawnee outside of their town forumness, Right. Uh, is, is always fun. So yeah, those, the, the, the tertiary characters. Yeah. Uh, and so then that, and that brings in, that's perfect because, Anne walks up to the counter and goes, Oh my goodness, this is the exact same bear I had when I was a kid. How much does it cost? And, he, and Morris is like 40,000 tickets. She's like, okay, well, let's just assume I'm an adult who doesn't have two weeks to play games. <laughs> and she's like, what about 50 bucks? And he goes, fine, just don't tell my boss. And that's when Mr. Bonderman walks by and says, what are you doing, Morris? And he goes, nothing, sir. Um, <laughs> tuck in, in, your, in your, tuck shirt. your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Bonderman, just thoroughly disgusted with Morris's unprofessionalism at the skating rink. Um I don't know how I don't know how I would do if I was required to call somebody younger than me, Mr. Anything. <laughs> I would it would have to be just dripping in sarcasm. It would, it would be it, so painful. Yes, so, Mr. Bonderman. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm not trying to be like an ageist here, but mm-hmm. like I don't call anybody Mr. Anything. And I'm I'm somebody with a title. I have two titles, like if I want to be fancy. That I could demand people use for me based on my job. And I don't because titles are <laughs> terrible. Um, but uh, yeah, it is. Uh, Mr. is even worse. So I've told my my kids, like if your friends come over and they say, how are you, Mr. Duman? I will say, please, Mr. Duman is my dad's name. You can call me Dr. Duman. <laughs> <laughs> and they haven't brought anybody over. <laughs> it's working. You did it. So, yeah, that's all part of the plan. Uh, good. Perfect. As long as you have a plan, right? Uh, so so Tom sees that Anne now has this bear and he says, what are you doing with this bear? I'm trying to win it for Nadia. And she's like, about a 50 bucks. 
And um, we also learned that she learned taught herself how to make out with this bear, pretending <laughs> that it was cockroach from the Cosby show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia's like, hey, Blossom, what are you doing with my bear? And she goes, I bought it for myself, but sorry, you know, I, I bought it. And uh, Tom's like, I still have some tickets, though, Nadia. I could get you a Ninja Turtle balloon or a cliffhanger on VHS. <laughs> That's great. Such a great poll. I was uh, knowing this episode was coming up. I was scrolling through. Did you my, watch Cliffhanger? To not get yet. Ready? Not yet. Oh. Because I saw it was on. Uh, it was on like HBO or something, and so I recorded it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm I, I'm planning to watch Cliffhanger. Oh. I've seen it before. It's a great movie. It's so stupid and so great. And John Lithgow yeah. was amazing. So and Sylvester Stallone and uh, um, Chris O'Donnell, right? Y- yes. Yeah. yeah. It's an awesome movie. It's an awesomely awesome 90s movie. So yeah, yeah. I just can't believe how they ended it. Yeah. Well. <sighs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a cliffhanger. <laughs> anyway. Um, so <laughs> All this time I've been waiting for cliffhanger too. <laughs> Back on the ground. <laughs> hanging around um so <laughs> uh, nadia's like that's so sweet you basically got for me garbage and she's like let's go skate and uh tom's like just telling Anne's like you know oh uh talking head and he's like there's probably just rich guys in rwanda that are going to get her whatever she wants so i got to get this bear right and so that's you know is tom tom gets fixated on things shouldn't be and he goes to Anne. he says i need that bear i got to give her something that's just remembering when she's in africa and she's like, Tom, bear or no bear, she actually she likes you. Why don't you just do the smart thing and hang out? Like, just hang out with her. Spend some time with her. Make and, a memory. Yeah. And, and Anne's like, besides, how do you even get girls like her or me? And this this is Tom, one of his best lines and one of his best lines in the whole series. And he's like, no, scientists say emotions of love and hate are very close to each other. And he says, that's what I tell women. And the point <laughs> is, she's leaving in two days. You got to go hang out with her. Um, and he's like, I know. I appreciate that. Um, conversations like these are hard for you because you still have feelings for me. And she's like, run or I'll punch you. And he says, no punchies, uh, which is annoying. Um, and so Nadia comes over. So this is, we're kind of wrapping up this and, uh, Anne's kind of, uh, hanging out on the bench on the other side, you know, the, the one that smells like feet in a roller rink because that's where everyone takes off their skates. Mm-hmm. And, um, she's like, Hey, can Nadia's like, can I talk to you for a second about Tom? Sure. Looks like you guys are having fun. I just want you to know that I think you're really cool. And because you dated him, he must be a really good guy. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet. And she's like, well, I'm going to give you a hug. And so she hugs. And she's like, whoa, this is a really long hug. And then she's like, now. Nadia says now. And Tom comes around the corner, grabs the bear, and uh, runs away. And But he tosses her some money and says, here's your money. And uh, Nadia says, suck it. And Anne's like, wait a minute. This is $8. <laughs> Which is which is hilarious, um, and uh, yeah. So then they're just hanging out, Nadia and Tom, and saying this was so much fun. And and Nadia's like, yes, together we truly did steal a toy from your pregnant friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Tom's like, you know, I know we just met, but could we hang out like maybe when you come back, you know? And she's like, uh, don't be so clinging. He's like, sorry. And she's like, no, 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 I'm just joking. Of course, I will call you when I come back. And. That's when Anne runs by, grabs her bear back and says, so long, sucker. And then they take off after Anne. And I'm just assuming it's a whole Keystone Coppers thing after that. Oh, they for run sure. Through a door and then there's two of them and then they go the opposite direction. And then Frankenstein comes out and then there's the bear and then the bear's chasing them. 
Yeah. That's totally, some extras, extras, I think. Yeah, I totally see all of that happening. So, all right. Yeah. All right, bring, bring us home or anything. Right. Sorry, anything else there? <clears throat> no, nailed it. Okay. Nailed it. All right. Ooh. So with the uh, Leslie plot line, uh, we start in the uh, council chambers and they're going through all these different bills to try to um, make it so that only official Pawnee residents can vote in the election. So somebody without an Eagleton, somebody with an Eagleton address cannot vote. So they are disenfranchising people. And this is one of those times, uh, every time they get into election stuff, uh, it is just so frustrating because it's all real. <laughs> it's not fake. Yeah, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to be satire. And they, this stuff keeps happening in real life where we try to disenfranchise people from voting. And here we have Leslie standing up for the rights of all the people who now are a part of Pawnee, uh, whether or not they are new to town or Eagletonian garbage. Um, and so, um, so Leslie is trying to do everything she can to make sure people vote, um, recognizing that Jam is doing everything he can to get her recalled. And he tried to put her name on the ballot as Leslie Buttface Hitler the fourth, <laughs> because <laughs> you know? there were there were three other Leslie Buttface Hitlers, right? And so she's just one more in a long line of terrible people. Um, and so uh, everything that she's trying to do, they're tabling until after the election. So Leslie is trying to do everything to table their motions to make it so that people with a only a Pawnee address can vote. So she tables to after the election and council Hauser, councilman Hauser agrees with her and she gets so excited and spills his coffee all over him. And she's like, I'm just so excited when you like me. Um, and, uh, you know, and Leslie is back in her office and she's like, I can't believe they're trying to rob me of those votes. Those are my votes. I've earned them. I want them. Give me those votes. And Ben is with her. And he's like, I will, I don't have them. <laughs> um, and so, uh, but Ben is like, hey, look, this is a, he, Jam's horrible, but we have something important to do here. Uh, do you want to have one more practice session before our the party? Uh, and he holds up the roller skates. Um, and this is where Leslie explains this whole party, this birthday party, which is an early 90s theme. And I love that it's the early 90s. Mm -hmm. It's not 90s, early 90s. And this is Ben's favorite era. Uh, music, fashion, everything about it. And he just really loves women in skates as well. Uh, and then it cuts to Ben and he's like, everyone has a thing and that's mine. <laughs> I could be one of those dudes that kisses mannequins or whatever. I like a woman in skates <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so yeah, so Ben's got problems uh, that he's working through here, but it's okay. It's all right. Uh, and so they're in the hallway with Larry and they're going to practice uh, doing one more uh, run of their uh, couple skate to losing my religion by REM, mm -hmm. um, which as they start, it's so <laughs> dumb <laughs> like that he's holding out of each other. <laughs> well, yeah, he's holding prayer hands and like, <laughs> it's like, Oh, this is all bad. All bad. And, uh, and then um, Chris runs up to tell them <laughs> they have a problem that uh, Jeremy is uh, putting forward his motion. He called an emergency session of city council um, to try to get this his vote through to make it so only Pawnee residents can vote. Um, but Chris's, Chris's outfit is amazing because he's basically dressed up like Rob Lowe from the early 90s. Yes. Yeah. It's, he's Rob Wolf from, <laughs> from the outsiders. Outsiders. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, which is which, great. Which is, which is 1985, but we'll give it to, we'll round up to the early 90s. I, I do think that Rob Lowe probably wore that exact outfit probably 75% of the time. <laughs> and from in the some, era one, 90 to 93. Yeah. If you look back at that, like he really does look like Billy from Stranger Things, or Billy from Stranger Things really looks like Rob Lowe. Isn't that like his a, son? A, a lot. Oh, is it? I thought that was his son. Oh, could be. They look the same. Keep talking, Jason, <laughs> okay. for no for no other right. reason than I will listen to you. Uh, so type 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 type. Le- Leslie like comes in and is like, "Hey, I thought this was tabled." And he's like, "Yeah, I untabled it." Um, and uh, and he's like, "Why are you in skates?" And she starts to explain, "I don't care. I'm a blades guy." Um, <laughs> and and so, his sneer, it's the stupid little sneer. It's sneer so great. And the head bob, and I'm the a head blades lean, guy, the, like a lean back bob. Like, <laughs> like, uh, gotcha. So, yeah. Uh, you got jammed. Um, and so he uh, is trying to push this forward. And Leslie's like, no, I, I'm going to filibuster this whole thing. And his response is, are you duking on my chest right <laughs> oh, now? <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Which is so gross. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, so she's going to filibuster this thing. And Chris points out she's filibustering on roller skates. She's going to be strapped into those things for hours. And Ben is like, I know this is terrible, but this is a crazy fantasy of mine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So the whole time uh, he Ben is going to have some uh, his thoughts will be elsewhere. Uh, and so let cuts to <laughs> Leslie talking about the first time she voted and all of these different things and how her stuffed animal beat another stuffed animal because, well, the other one had more funding. Uh, what are you going to do? And this is all when she's five years old um, and she's like, how long am I talking? Three hours? No, eight minutes. <laughs> so uh, she's not doing well. So she um is uh going to uh, to sit down at this point and take off her shoes and then that's a strike um and ben's kind of disappointed as well i was like oh, mm. uh and every time as, she gets a strike jeremy jam brought his gong yeah he brought a gong because he loves chinese crap <laughs> lucy, lucy Lou, <laughs> nintendo gangnam style sushi etc etc <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait till we get the jam's oh. house. It's a, it instantly just made me think of that. Yes. Oh, Jeremy Jam. So, so awful. You guys want um, some eggs? <laughs> it's a, a hibachi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Uh, so, yeah. So, they... Uh, Hauser is also not a big fan of this gong uh, in this whole thing because it's super loud. Um, and so... Cut back to Leslie now without her skates. Talk quoting Ronald Reagan. Uh, as Ronald Reagan would say, "Well, mommy, I believe voting rights are important." Oh. <laughs> uh, and then she's like, "Is it hot in here?" And Re- Jeremy then points out that he turned the heat up to ninety, and the knob broke off. Whoopsies. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So Leslie and then she says, "Like, listen, there's other things that I'd rather be doing, like, uh, uh, or thinking about, like my husband's reservoir dog themed birthday cake and wanting to eat it really badly." And Ben's like, "Up." Oh, that's a bad sign. When she starts thinking about birthday cake, that's all she's going to think about until she eats birthday cake. And then she starts making a metaphor about democracy and the layers of a cake and all this different stuff. And uh, um, yeah, so it is uh, not going great. But then all these people come in from Eagleton and they are on Leslie's side. They want the right to vote and they're here to celebrate Leslie preserving their right to vote. And Leslie is so excited and she's a warrior. They're all warriors of democracy and she's looking forward to this and she's got a second win and she's ready to go. Um, and so, uh, and Chris cuts back to Chris saying how inspired he is to see all these Eagletonians putting aside their prejudices and talking to um, a, a resident there and like 
man, this is great giving Leslie a fighting chance. And they're like, well, we're not here to keep Leslie. We want to actually vote somebody else in, but we want the right to vote. Oh, man. Um, and so this is a, a, a definite challenge here for Leslie. Um, but um, <laughs> cut back to Leslie giving in, in her speech with the line, we stand on the side of Rosa Parks and Gandhi and Team Aniston. <laughs> Uh, so this is going great. Um, and so Ben is trying to get a note to her, uh, and he's, he throws a piece of paper and she picks it up and reads it and says, Oh, they're going to take my vote. They're going to vote for somebody else from Eagleton. Um, and, uh, and jam is like, Hey, that's strike two. You can't have help from the people and like hits the gong. And then Hauser comes over and grabs it. And he's like, Hey man, the reverb's the best part. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so um, Leslie then has to make a decision. Like, I need to think about this. Uh, and, you know, she decides, like, you know what? I don't want anybody to lose the right to vote in my town. And so even if they're going to vote against me, I'm going to continue on this crazy filibuster. So yeah. fa- fast forward to 30, 30 minutes to go. It's so hot. And she's got to go to the bathroom. And all this stuff is build- building up. And uh, Literally. uh yeah and jam brought a margarita maker <laughs> and he starts <laughs> making margaritas uh and uh and leslie really wants that marg <laughs> and so <laughs> i want to uh, drink it yeah and uh and so she's tempted with the sweet sweet cool frosty refreshed of crush ice and margarita mix and but she resists because she wants people to vote and uh then uh Ben, Ben cuts back and Ben has read through the whole charter and there's no way to get her a bathroom break. Um, unless we bring the bathroom to her, <laughs> that's, no, nothing. That's, that's nothing. Um, and so, uh, and she, then Chris points out, she's dancing like one of those cartoons from peanuts. Um, <laughs> and, and like cuts to her, like doing the little pe- peanuts dance. Um, and, uh, yeah. So then Jeremy starts pouring water uh, and you say like, you need to go pee pee, pee pee times, make wee wee. Uh, and they're counting down the, the five seconds. They do it. They finish it. And everybody's happy. Votes are saved. Ben wants to give her a hug. And, and, and she's like, no, I got to go to the whiz palace. But then she stops and comes back and pours the margarita on Jeremy jam, who is furious because it's his beautiful curls. Uh, and, uh, and Ben is a little like, well, she couldn't hug me, but she had time to do that. Uh, and then, <laughs> There's always time for revenge. <laughs> There's always time for revenge. That's a Klingon saying. Um, and uh, and so <laughs> the credit scene uh, is comes into the credit scene and Leslie comes out of the bathroom to talk to Ben. It's like, oh, that was so epic. I was peeing so freaking hard. It was like a jacuzzi jet. And <laughs> Ben is like <laughs> pointing. At, uh, and Ingrid, uh, Kristen Bell is behind Leslie. And, uh, and I was like, Hey, I wasn't talking about the velocity of my pee because you are a very smart and classy lady. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so this is where we find out that Ingrid is the one who is going to be put forward to take Leslie's spot. Um, and, uh, and you know, she's like, listen, it was courageous. It was selfless. And I know if, if I win, I'm going to have very big roller skates to fill. Uh, and then could I take you for a celebratory plate of, I think you call them waffles waffles. And, uh, and Leslie, like, no, uh, I'm going to take my husband. Uh, we missed his birthday party. So, uh, I'm going to spend the rest of the evening with him, uh, rain check. And they're like, okay, great. Uh, and then 
Leslie apologized. Sorry, your birthday got all screwed up. Um, and you, and Ben's like, well, you must be exhausted. And and we don't have to go to the party. He's like, oh, we're not going to the party. We're going home. Uh, and then uh, she's like, then why would we need to put on the roller skates? I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're just skates. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> so, yay. Yeah. It's a, there's a lot in this episode. They crammed a lot of stuff into this 22-minute episode. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think my favorite part of this whole thing is uh, Ron and Donna. Because I have also played a video game for way too long just because <laughs> I was mad at it. So Was that Breath of the Wild? No, Metroid, uh, Metroid Dread. It's oh, so hard. And there's a boss that I just can't beat. And I'm stuck. And I'm so mad. I'm so you'll, mad. You'll get there. We believe in you. Thank you. So Thank you. What, That's just what, what I needed. Like, if you were to say early 90s, would you, where would you cut off early 90s? Like, I would cut off 90, at like five. No, I would cut off at uh, July 93. July 93. Why not 94? Because if you're doing the re- like decimal rounding well, system, it's got to be 94. Well, I don't need to do that. Those aren't my rules. I'm just rounding (laughs) rule only because I like, like I just wanted to list some of the, like just for the people who are roughly our age or understand that era, like what some of the, those top songs were because throughout the, the episode uh, we heard them talk about, you know, we heard some of the, the music from back then. So like losing my religion, um, the, I'm going to be the, the, I would walk 500 miles by the proclaimers Mm -hmm. unbelievable by EMF. Mm-hmm. And their extensive catalog, uh, Hey Jealousy by Gin Blossoms, Crush with Eyeliner, R.E.M., and uh, But Anyway by Blues Traveler. So that was what was there in the actual episode. But it got me thinking, like, what were some of the other songs of that early 90s era? Yeah, and, well, uh, I mean, they don't you... have Automatic of the People for the people, <clears throat> but they have Monster. <laughs> right, right, exactly. What about Document? You know, I mean, that was that was early, that was late 80s, but still. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like so. So, yeah. Let me throw. Let me throw a few out here. Uh, Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers, nineteen ninety one. Uh huh. Uh, Smells like Teen Spirit, ninety one. Uh huh. Um, let's see here. Basket Case by Green Day was in nineteen ninety four. Um, I would be fine uh, not having any Green Day in the playlist. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden, nineteen ninety four as well? Mm, yeah. You know. I mean. Yeah, I'm going to hold to my rules. It's July 93. What <laughs> so. is love by Hathaway from the, you know, what is love? I know the song. Yeah. Don't hurt. yeah, 1993. Yeah, it fits. Um, let's see. Don't go chasing waterfalls, guys. TLC, 1994. No, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. Did you see the sign from Ace of Base in 1992? It would fit, but I would prefer not to have it. Um, yeah, your 93 thing is really messing me up. Cannonball <laughs> by the Breeders, 1993. <laughs> okay. That'll work. Stay. I missed you by Lisa Loeb. 1994. Pass. Uh, and one of your favorite <laughs> bands, um, Buddy Holly by Weezer. 1994. You know, I. Uh, you coming around on the Weezer train? Uh, no, that, that song's fun. That's all. But again, it, the rules are the rules. <laughs> July 93. Sure, <laughs> the rules are sure shot by the Beastie Boys. 1994. You're missing oh, then, so many good musics just from four to five, man. Mm-hmm. Fantasy well, by let, Mariah Carey. Pass. I would let that DC <laughs> Boy song in as like a look to the future moment. And maybe as they're closing down the, the, the roller skating party to say, 
those were the best songs of the early 90s ending in July 1993. <laughs> but Fine. let's look to the future and see what the Beastie Boys have for us in their laboratory of great music and play that. And then everybody leaves. And then Ron is still hunting deer. That's how I would do it. Fade to black. Yeah. That's a, that's a much, no, it's paint to black by Rolling Stones. It's much older than the nineties. It's cool. It predates it. So it can, it can, it can stay. Yeah. Season six episode. Oh, so, so, um, let's see here. Filibuster garnered an 8.0 on the IMDBs with 1800, uh, votes and next episode, hopefully next week. Well, that's well, actually next Thanksgiving. week is actually Thanksgiving. So we're probably not going to record on Thursday uh, next week. Maybe. I mean, Friday. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. You know, family and all that. Uh, yeah. Recall vote. So actually we get the culmination of all of these things happening um, with the with the recall of Leslie. And uh, yeah, that's what we have to look forward to. All right. Well, it'll be fun times. It will be. Enjoy your your Thanksgiving listener. And if if you're not hanging out with family or whatever, um, you know, there's probably something open somewhere. Yeah, just wait until Ross Dress for Less opens for their Black Friday sales, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was something that my family did one time because we wanted to uh, leave the awkwardness of what was happening at the family <laughs> gathering. And we're like, oh, yeah, we heard Ross has a sale. <laughs> 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 Everything I just said to you was true. <laughs> That's amazing. We, well, <laughs> we left that family gathering at 7 p.m. on Thanksgiving <laughs> to go to Ross Dress for Less. <laughs> wow that's how bad it got it was it, i can't get into detail about why it was so awkward <laughs> but it was one of those things where it's like we have to be here but they didn't say we had to stay here <laughs> so we left <laughs> we put in put in our time and that was ross was the closest store and the earliest opening <laughs> okay i was wondering why it was ross like it, i mean part of the tj maxx ross family home goods yeah. yeah, no, it was awful. And we just walked around and there, I don't know if you know this about Black Friday sales and Ross. Every day is a Black Friday day <laughs> sale at Ross. So there was literally nothing different other than everybody else's opening. Ross isn't going to miss that, miss out on that. Heck no. So yeah, it was so bad. It was so awful. Well, ho- hopefully, hopefully you have some amazing Thanksgiving stories. If you guys have any parks and like parks and rec like uh, occurrences during your, your Thanksgiving, write us, let us know, let us know yeah. how it went. Send us um, an email. Yeah. Parks and conversation at gmail.com. Let's converse. And parks. All right. Well, then we should uh, wrap it up here. Let's uh, let people go. Uh, and uh, if you are wondering if your turkey is dry, the answer is probably yes. So mm-hmm. happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm.